12 days of Christmas and I'm starting to do a little bit better with this uh, cold thing. It looks like it's on its way out, which I'm so thankful for because uh, it was just miserable or I was miserable. It wasn't miserable. It, it liked torturing me. I'm sleeping a little bit better. Although I, I honestly, which is actually very odd for me, I didn't have too much trouble sleeping uh, with this cold. Normally, I, you know, I'm choking at night. I, I just can't stay asleep this time. Not so bad. I took the off-brand version of NyQuil and I think the Walgreens brand. And I didn't have any of those weird side effects that you normally get from NyQuil. I, I didn't feel hungover the next day. I didn't wake up four hours later. I'm like wide awake. I did, did pretty well. So I recommend that. If you're going to do NyQuil, do the off-brand. There's something, I don't know, whatever they're putting into NyQuil, the, the real version Something in there is uh, messing me up or messing you up. So uh, go for the the off-brand. Walgreens, CVS, I don't know. Not going to test out the different versions. This one worked. Stick with it. Okay, that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about with the sickness thing. Other than the fact that, you know, hopefully I can get through this without too much interference. But it's so far so good. Just a minute into it. So day seven of 12 Days of Christmas, the last couple of days, you got uh, those two episodes with those fun uh, holiday traditions from around the world. Those are, those are like, they're just amazing. And it was a hilarious um, project to do because uh, some of the stuff that you find out other countries are doing is just insane. And uh, I loved it. So I hope we, hopefully you did too. Uh, it was last year's as well. But um and, you know, some of these Christmas episodes uh, from other podcasts that I listen to, uh, I, I like listening to that year's Christmas and, and previous year's Christmas episodes because it's just, I don't know, part of the season. But maybe that's just me, you know, and it's all, the whole thing with, you know, uh, getting in the, the spirit of, you know, the holiday with, um, with the Christmas movies that you watch and the songs that you listen to. And that's going to move us into this episode, um, actually with the movies. So now you all know, uh, at least most of you know that uh, Die Hard is probably one of my favorite Christmas movies and we're not going to get into the debate of why or why not. But uh, let's talk about a couple others that maybe you haven't watched or maybe you don't consider when you uh, you watch Christmas movies. Um, I haven't met a lot of people <laughs> that, that watch Die Hard as... Uh, on a yearly basis, like I do, and consider it like one of their favorite Christmas movies. Although I, there are far fewer people that I've met that deny it's a Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. So, not going to talk about that. Uh, also, you probably know that Scrooge is uh, with Bill Murray is also a great rendition of or adaptation of the uh, Charles Dickens story. I love that one, and 
that's that's one of my favorites. But let's talk about a couple others. There's one with um, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, Cameron Diaz, Cameron Diaz, 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 and Jude Law. It's called The Holiday. And for the most part, like, it, it's just a fun movie. It's not for kids. Uh, it's not too inappropriate, but it's probably not not for kids. But it's uh, a nice one for adults. It's it's like a rom-com. It's kind of like a You've Got Mail type of um you got mail and other Gary Marshall and Gary Marshall had nothing to do with that. But if you know that the the type of style that he had and uh, it's just a, it's a fun film. Um, but the, the best parts, my wife and I were talking about it. No offense, Cameron Diaz. I know you're listening. Um, her acting stinks and it's, she's not great as an actress, um, but you know, she's in good films. And she's got top billing in this, which my wife and I were like, why? Why is that? How is that possible? And uh, I said, well, it's probably not a British produced film. I don't know. Maybe they they thought that the star power of Cameron Diaz was out-trumped Kate Winslet. But you put the two in the same room and Kate Winslet is going to act circles around Cameron Diaz. Same thing with Jude Law and Jack Black. No comparison. Jude Law is going to, you know, he's he's near that caliber of, of Kate Winslet when it comes to acting. So putting the putting Kate Winslet with Jack Black, she carried the scenes, and then putting Jude Law with Cameron Diaz, he did the same. The f- best part of the film, though, and or the best parts, I should say, is, isn't with any of those two duos that I, that I just mentioned, but it's actually with Kate Winslet and another actor, Eli Wallach, who, who's passed away since uh, he was in... Uh, a Western actor or, you know, he did, um, Westerns and the good, the bad, the good, the bad and the ugly. I think he was the ugly and, uh, and then no offense to him, but I think that's what his, his role was in that movie. Um, her acting with him, those scenes, amazing because he played uh, an old time golden age of Hollywood cinema before it was uh, owned by, um, conglomerates instead of, actual like um what do you call those guys not producers uh, executives just just guys that owned it and he was a writer for films and there's a scene when she first meets him uh she finds him he's he's old he's like in his 90s in the film and um she had passed him one day while she's in California I'm not going to go into the whole well okay. I'll go into a little bit of it basically the the concept of the movie is or the plot of the movie is Cameron Diaz and Kate Winslet, they both live in different countries. Kate Winslet is obviously in um, Great Britain and Cameron Diaz is in California. Cameron Diaz is a high-powered executive who owns their own company and Kate Winslet works for a newspaper. And both of them are having a hard time with relationships. So they decide to do a a swap, a um, not relationship swap, uh, a home swap. So... They, they just basically live in each other's houses for the holiday. And while down in California, Kate Winslet's character, you know, ends up, you know, using the car and everything and uh, Cameron Diaz's character's car, whatever. I'm not going to get too much into it. And hopefully you can just follow the concept of what I'm going for. Um, she finds him, uh, Eli Wallach's character, walking with an aide one day. She just passes and then she sees him like the next day and he's by himself with a walker and he looks lost and she picks him up and 
you know, they have this conversation. She drops him off at his house because he doesn't know where he lives, but she does. And um, he's widowed. Uh, I don't know how many years, but it, they make it seem like uh, quite a few. And um, they have a conversation and uh, he asks her where she's from and the specific town. And she said, Surrey. And he goes, oh, Cary Grant was from Surrey. And she's like, that's right. How did you know that? He's like, ah, oh, he told me once. And it starts there. Like her, her mind is blown that like she's sitting next to somebody that knew Cary Grant. And then they get into this whole thing and, and they're hanging out all the time together. He's telling stories, which his lines that he's dropping are just really well done. It's a lot of fun. Like you get drawn into the mystique and the, the, the magic of old Hollywood, you know, through the eyes of somebody that wrote it. And it's just, it's a great, those, those scenes with him are, are fantastic. He, he delivers great lines. He has a lot of humor and the two of them play off each other like an old couple. It's just unbelievable. Those are the best parts of the film. And there's one scene that I won't go into much more of it, but one scene in particular, uh, she invites him over to Cameron Diaz's house for, uh, like brisket. I think it's, I think it's a Halloween, jeez, uh, forgive me, a Hanukkah thing and not the brisket, but they're having like a Hanukkah party. And they, she, he invites some of his friends all from Hollywood and they're all old writers and old executives and stuff. And it just seems like a blast. Jack Black comes over, he ends up staying and, and they're, you know, they're all buddy, buddy, and they're having a great time. Could you imagine being in a room with people like that? I mean, as an author, as a, as a creative person, as, I don't know, I, I sat with, those of you that know, I sat with uh, an, an old golden age um, illustrator for Marvel Comics. And he, he also did DC, but uh, Alfred Campisi. Um, and I actually got to sit with him for maybe a couple hours while at work which, you know, my manager wasn't too thrilled about because nothing came of it other than <laughs> fantastic conversations. Um, but just to be in the presence of that person telling stories from back then of, you know, I mean, he sat with Stan Lee. He worked with Stan Lee and he was telling me stories, personal stories of him and Stan Lee and his wife and his friends and all these diff wonderful things. But to be in a room, you know, sans work, uh, I mean, I just, it's something that, you know, I, I believe many people would want to do. So I know it's a movie and they scripted it, but it's a really cool, cool scene. And they have many like that. Um, so I recommend that movie. You get through the Cameron Diaz thing. And maybe you're a huge Cameron Diaz fan. You don't care that she can't really act. Or maybe I'm wrong. And my wife is wrong. Don't tell her that because she's not. Um, You'll get through it. I like Jude Law. I don't. I don't think she really cares so much about Jude Law. I, I think he's a good, a good actor. Jack Black is annoying, and it's only because like Jack Black is funny. He delivers some good lines, but it's they put him. If you know Jack Black, they put him into this role, and he's supposed to play like a lovable, romantic, um, not lead, but like, what do you call that? It, like you, you're supposed to believe that. Kate Winslet, who is an attractive woman, who's, you know, a starlet, is attracted to Jack Black. 
who is who isn't acting so like Jack Black, but he puts a little bit of his nuance in there. It's weird. His facial expressions are really strange, but you get past it. It's buddy buddy comedy kind of thing when in in some of the the aspects of it, and um, it, it's 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 good. It's like a little over two hours, so it's a, it's a long watch, but it's fun. Okay, enough of that. I think I spent way too much time on that movie. Very sorry. Um, one thing, or um, I had said the other day, I believe that when I was growing up on Christmas Eve, we would watch usually um, uh, a movie, like something that came out the the year before, like Terminator 2 was the only thing I can really remember. But um, things that we would watch that was almost, almost religiously. And I I think it was, I don't think it was with my father, probably. I think it was mostly with my brothers and maybe my mom. I don't know for sure. But we would always watch um, two cartoons and then go into um, sometimes go into the Muppets Christmas Carol. But I remember earliest memories of Christmas Eve. I can remember watching, there were two cartoons. There were Disney cartoons. One was with um, Mickey Mouse and Pluto and Chip and Dale. And I can't remember if it was called the Christmas tree or Pluto's Christmas. Maybe it's Pluto's Christmas. And I could look it up, but I'm not going to. Um, it's on Disney. Uh, maybe you probably want me to, right? <laughs> I think it's Pluto's Christmas. Um, so basically the concept of that is it's, just a, it's a very short little like less than 10 minutes kind of thing. They, Mickey and Pluto go get uh, a tree from the forest on Christmas Eve. They bring it back and ends up being the home of Chippendale. And there's a whole thing that goes through. Um, between Chippendale and Pluto. And it's a lot of fun. It's very short. And then that leads into Mickey's Christmas Carol. And that's like 20 minutes, I think, 15, 20, 25 tops. And um, that goes through, of course, the the Charles Dickens story. And um, uh, I remember watching the two of those and then really feeling like this is Christmas, you know? So that was always something we did as as children. My kids have watched them. I'm trying to do it so that they see it closer to Christmas and kind of get that same little vibe. But, you know, Christmas Eve is usually busy. There's no time for it. But maybe like during the the day. We always watch it like right before bed. And uh, I think more so that than the Muppets Christmas Carol. But Muppets Christmas Christmas Carol is a lot of fun. It's a good good movie. So check that out. Um, New movie. And... Which isn't new. I I thought it was, but I don't know why it's just now on Netflix. But I think it's from like 2019 now. It's um, Feast of the Seven Fishes. I know I mentioned it once before. That's a fun movie. And it's not for kids. It's a, I think, TV 14. Um, But it's an Italian in the 80s, Italian family in the 80s. It's actually like an Italian neighborhood or city in the 80s. And somewhere, I think, in Pennsylvania. I'm not positive. Uh, They kind of hint or allude to the that fact. Uh, but it's fun. It's just a kind of a, kind of a coming of age tale. Uh, it surrounds this, this kid and his family. He's not a kid. He's like a, he's a teenager, maybe early twenties or maybe just 20. And, um, how this whole area, they all do the seven fishes for, uh, for Christmas Eve or Christmas day. Excuse me, need a drink. And it's fun. It's just a fun movie. It's not, it's not the best, but it's a new movie. So it's nice that they, they throw out some new Christmas movies that isn't Krampus or, or uh, what's the one with um, 
the guy from uh, Stranger Things, Violent Night or something like that. Is that what that one was? I don't know. Or Fat Man. Fat Man was fun though. That's another movie that's somewhat new that is enjoyable. It's with Mel Gibson and it's a, a different take on on Santa Claus. And um, it's it's almost like it's almost like they had Christmas during the Purge. It kind of the, that kind of feeling like Santa goes strapped, right? He he drives a pickup truck. He doesn't have reindeer, and he he brings a handgun. Like Mrs. Claus comes out and says, "Are you bringing the gun?" He's like, "Yeah," and you know, it's dangerous out there. <laughs> and she's like, "No, no, no, leave the gun." And he's got like two others. And you know, he comes back shot or stabbed. Um, but he's like, he's an immortal, and you know, he's super strong, and you know, he ends up getting shot, and at the end, but he comes back. Um, it's a, it's an interesting take. It's a lot of fun. It's a darker movie, not for kids, but, uh, that's a good movie to watch. Um, other than that, I mean, there's a bunch of movies out there and it's hard to get them all in at this point. I'm now that I'm older. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of it's a wonderful life. I think I watched it as a kid and then lost track of it as a teenager, twenties, 30s even not not all 30s but just was I was done with it you know just didn't didn't really care I thought it was too sad and stuff now I appreciate it a lot more I, I love it I, I did an episode about Jimmy Stewart in the first season of this show and um you should check that out or maybe I'll re-release that part of the 12 days of Christmas because that that man um first of all unbelievable actor. We watched Shop Around the Corner recently because that's a Christmas movie and that that is the um, uh, You've Got Mail is basically based on that movie. And um, the when Jimmy Stewart is in a room, he's not acting. He's Jimmy Stewart. And everybody else you can tell is acting. There, there are some people that would work with him that he would just bring out their, their natural talent. But it man, the man could act and uh, it's a wonderful life is definitely one of his best performances. It's a really good movie. I really enjoy it now more than I have in the past. And now they have the, the colored version on, um, Amazon prime. You can watch that. So you can watch it in black and white or in, uh, what do they call that? Dolby, not Dolby surround. It was a uh, multicolored, you know, whatever enhancement thing they came up with. Um, anyway, doesn't matter. That's a fun movie to watch. But if you're going to have, if you have kids and you're going to, you know, keep them up a little bit later, hopefully hoping that they sleep in on Christmas morning a little bit, do the combination of Pluto's Christmas and um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. You can't, can't go wrong if they're younger kids. It's, you know, it just puts them right into this, the, the, the spirit of it. And uh, that's just, that's fun. Okay. That's, that's for me. That's my Christmas movie take. There's many more that I that I like. We just watched Klaus Klaus last night, not the first time, and I've been recommending this since I've seen it. A wonderful animated film. Um, that's with J.K. Simmons as Santa Claus or his Nicholas Klaus and um, what's his name from Phantom Planet. Um, that's a band. It's not around anymore. Um, oh, Jason is it Jason something? Ah, dark hair. He was in that Bill Murray movie. Ah, I can't remember. I just had it. Anyway, he he plays the main character. Uh, I got people yelling at me, I'm sure, where I listen to this. This is Jason Schwartzman. 
Is it Schwartz? Jason Schwartz? Is it did I got that right? I don't know. You know, I can't hear anybody complaining. Um, all right. So that's it. That's all that's all I got for today. Uh of course, watch all the other ones. Santa Clauses are fun to watch. All three of them. They're making a fourth one. And uh so the Santa Claus, the if you know about it, the the new series that they put on. This they've had they have two seasons now. It's it's okay. The first season's better than the second season and they'll probably make a third one but they're definitely making a fourth movie which is awesome and home loans um last holiday with queen latifah's fun and uh i don't know there's just so many i can't think of right now but uh anyway that's my take on on christmas movies and take or leave it um until tomorrow on day eight of the 12 days of Christmas. I'm doing it. I can't believe I'm doing it. Uh, I got over the the sickness thing. So I think we can get this done. All right. I know in the last two days are a cop out. I can hear you already saying, but Sunday was a rough day for me. And yesterday was getting back into, you know, the hysteria of Mondays for people. And in my line of work, there's no time. So, um, and I was still like, I sound like this now. I sound much worse yesterday so this is um, we're getting better so uh, until tomorrow see you not see you